Hello and welcome to Crumbs, a podcast from your favourite little residential cafe, Crumb, and its new little sibling, Little Crumb, over at Kensal Flowers in Kingsland. This week on The Beanbags, Miles talks to Harry War. He's a regular long black drinker, comes in for a chin wag most days, and you may have seen him on your Instagram Discover page. We talk about a lot of things in this podcast, and we kick it off with what's the most important thing about you in New Zealand. Of course, it's your job. Oh, yeah. Duh. Duh. I mean, uh, this is New Zealand, man. We do yeah. live in a communist state here now, right? Because Jacinda's been voted back. Oh, in. apparently. So your job is your, you know, like what you're worth, right? Is that what communism is based on? Yeah, like if you're slightly centre left and like this is this is the most progressive uh, government that we've ever seen. Yeah. It's uh, you know we the world's may ever seen. That the world's ever seen. That's a question. Oh, ah. That's why I said world's ever seen. <laughs> or it would have been. All the world's ever seen. There was a question there for you to answer. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you're asking me ironically or not, but like, no, no, Sadly. I don't think it would be the freest Why country. Why the most progressive cult government there ever has been? I think it's probably. You'd probably see it would be <laughs> like one of those like looking at me as if there's an <laughs> obvious answer. Yeah, like one of those like. Every time someone brings up like a socialist sort of country, they always talk about like you know Denmark and Sweden and stuff like that. Like these yeah. these places that have like teachers who are being paid you know salaries of people who like you know three or four times the amount of like developed western countries like america and like new zealand and australia so what they should get paid yeah what they should get paid i mean when, if you were to is america a developed country i mean that's a whole nother question that's a whole nother that's podcast, a whole nother podcast that's a whole yeah we can't we, we don't have time for that <laughs> At this no, point, you just, we're just, we're just going to let them like just chill and do whatever they want for a while, and then once they implode and or come to their senses, yeah, and come to their senses, then we'll, I guess everyone's going to start caring about them. But at this point, it's a bit more of like a it's entertainment. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a, um, a spectacle of sorts. I'm I've got to the point where I've decided that the people who are awesome who are American and live there, even if they're not Americans, like they now have had their time and their chance to like remedy America and all the mm. fucked up shit that affects the whole world that the whole place needs to just be destroyed Swear Jesus all, Miles yeah, the whole thing <laughs> everyone has to go man so you just judge during execution or you yeah. just go I've just decided that 300 million people can all yeah, fuck get em. fucked <laughs> yeah they've had their time man welcome to the um, welcome to the nationalist podcast in New Zealand where we hate every other country <laughs> yeah um yeah, because yeah, that's what. So to answer your question, I guess we are progressive enough. If we're if we're like. That. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was a good full circle moment. Yeah, okay. we we really came back. But to you know that what one. I mean? Like it's just like fucking doesn't matter. You've got cool people, but nah. Uh, just start again because they impact the whole world, whether we want it to or not. They do. You guys call trousers pants here. There you go. One example. That's all you need. Nuke them. Get them done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like in. <laughs> <laughs> positive has now been outweighed by the negative it's the ironic part that the only people with the capability to nuke them are themselves like yeah we just called up North Korea China yeah. got nuked China surely have nukes oh who knows eh or is it secret nukes do you know they have nukes they have nukes Britain has nukes India and Pakistan have nukes oh yeah it's Israel it's just you know everyone's everyone else is not allowed to have them but the US is like no no one else keeps making them but we'll just hold on to ours in case they have a lot like only two. They have the most. Is that what it is? I think so. They have the most room in their country to store them. Maybe. Mm, is that true? Probably Russia. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
they've got enough to blow up the world a couple times over though. Yeah. So, I, I just I don't get the logic of that. So being. New Zealand basically what they need to do now is suss a way to like scheme. This is some Game of Thrones shit. Like over the next twenty years, you know, do some do some meddling. Do some, how how do get, we do that? Get everyone else to nuke each other because New Zealand will be alright, won't it? Mm. I, you know what? Survive nuclear fallout if, the, if pretty much the whole rest of the world nuked each other. Yeah, but I wouldn't assume though that we would be left off someone's um, someone's hit list if they really? had if they had a couple of nukes. I think you know what? <laughs> Who's you know, nuking New Zealand? Honestly, maybe the French for one. Yeah, but they, how they can't reach from France to New Zealand? With yeah, but they've also but also they've heard of Tahiti, you know, owned by the French. So oh, yeah, shit. they've got they've got they've got um. How near is Tahiti to here? It's still pretty far, right? It's still pretty close though. It's way closer than France. But That's all I'm true. saying is that I think. New Zealand or being Polynesia is that where Tahiti is yeah, yeah that's where it is yeah um, guys <laughs> for the geography lessons um, <clears throat> no I think I think that because of what's happened with COVID-19 and us being like circulated a lot of or more around the world I think if any world leader was it to ever feel resentment towards a country for like you know bragging or being like yeah oh, we've gotten over COVID-19 True. like I, I imagine Trump you know pushed into a position <laughs> Mate, fuck can't push into any position, mate. So what you're saying is New Zealand as a country has tall puppy syndrome, and that we're 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 standing too tall, and we we're and standing we a little bit too down. But now. maybe that's why I we've feel got like this ingrained thing of tall puppy syndrome here is because they like, stay in our lane and we won't get nuked. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, so it's the underlying tone. We've just solved, you know, uh, a lot of a lot of. Uh, mental health crisis in New Zealand with that you know we've figured out the root of everyone's fears right now you want nuclear Armageddon it's nuclear Armageddon um, <laughs> Russia has the most warheads oh yeah at 6,850 nuclear weapons of course why do you need more than f- what three ten <laughs> number two is America with 6,185 so number three is France oh. with, with 300 <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> but I'm telling you France is coming, coming after us you know, they, got, they were pissed off that we you know so we, uh, we, we came out to them and said, hey, guys, turn around. Well, they've already bombed, <laughs> already bombed Greenpeace, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. They and then they also Greenpeace. were bombing, they were, they, were, they were dropping nuclear bombs in, the, in Polynesia for years. And, it, and, it, and, the, and the radiation impacted like islands around. What, what do you think is the worst um, place that have been colonised? What's the worst coloniser? Because the UK's done Captain the Cook. most, right? Captain has done Cook. the most area. No, no, no. But like has done the most, let's say. From yeah. the British Empire in the most recent history anyway, right? But the, the countries as they are now, mm. lots of the ones that the UK colonised are doing alright. Slash pretty good, let's, let's be honest. Well, I mean... In, the, in, the, in a sense of like, New Zealand, for example, we're doing pretty whoa, good whoa, here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is it, this, I like this. Whereas, look at somewhere like fucking Vietnam or something, right? Not colonised. Isaac, can you do, can well, you do me a favour? France Isaac? went there and fucked shit up, didn't they? Hang on, Isaac, can all you do, can All you the places that Portugal went to... Fuck man, they, those guys. Yeah. Can you just look up um, African nations colonized by the UK? Because yeah, that's yeah. true. There could be some bad ones. I, th- I think in ter- and then, then But then is it inherently just because of the colonization? Well, I'd say that caused a lot of issues. You've had yeah, a true. culture come in and impose their will on someone, and that's only a, within a recent couple hundred years, mm-hmm. and in the scheme of a culture that's been around for, I mean, cultures in Africa would have, I imagine been around yeah, for a couple OG thousands cultures. of years. Yeah. Egypt, Sudan. Kenya, Uganda, oh South my Africa, God. Gambia, Sierra Leone, oh Somalia, Sierra Leone. Zimbabwe, Zambia, Botswana, Nigeria, Ghana, and Malawi. That meant that the British ruled 30% of 
Africa's people all at one time. So, Miles, like, to answer your question, absolutely not, because I'm pretty sure <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen I've seen every one of those countries probably in a news headline with, uh, that includes child starvation. Oh yeah, on the you know, news network. Oh, no, we're not getting into that one. Um, <laughs> um, why is it Clinton as well? Actually, sorry, because the Clintons are fucking. CNN. Bastard. That's what Trump called um, called it in 2016. Oh, the Clinton news. That's legend. <laughs> <laughs> That's a legendary. Oh, there. it's just. It's, Okay, Trump just probably the best stand-up comedian of the last ten. Just, years. just to close that colonizer thing. No, yes. like no. Okay. Like, I don't think that's, well, no, but that's just naming lots of them. That's not saying that the worst one is still worse than any of those. But that's why are we trying to put it out on like a measuring tape here and go, okay, who's the worst actually? Because I think we can all agree that when Isaac read off that list, that they were all pretty like not that well-off countries, and I think a lot of that would have came from the fact that they've had this cultural yeah, clash for the past couple hundred years. Definitely. And then I they also know. get measured by. I don't know why I start the thought, but <laughs> they also get they also get measured by Western standards of That's like true. of how a country progresses, and so they would look at like an African tribe that had been existing for thousands of years and mm. in its own right performing well and being you know a functioning society, and then you get someone who goes, oh well, where's your um, where's your roads, yeah. where's your like you know economy and so and so, and like we can't measure it based on things we've only made up a couple hundred years ago but True. you've been existing for a couple thousand years and now we're going to tell you that's not right yeah what's your job because i don't know how what's your job yeah back to what's your job <laughs> Self- although to be fair on do you at least work in a cafe or yeah. what? <laughs> you ever, do you have baristas here or what <laughs> yeah. i know we steal the coffee i mean buy the coffee from <laughs> like, jesus fucking christ <laughs> you got nestle holding like you know in countries but at the same time some of the standards that it's probably measured by and credit to western societies they're also like what's your you know like infant death rate and your like um life expectancy and other things that are still maybe fairly similar but there are certain things that are obviously being improved with some of the move advancements of technology we've made not to try and vouch that western <laughs> cultures are the one you know yeah but were, were those as high so some of those standards maybe do they get measured as in like oh they're still an undeveloped country etc are valid not that that's a very interesting but point. literacy of like you know say reading books or like um uh, is generally based around education mm-hmm. and an educational system that wasn't founded in their country still so True. you know in a country like even like in, in sorry not america in the in new zealand like the maori never had any written language so if you were to measure the maori like a couple hundred years ago based on the standards of education and literacy they would mm-hmm. like fail because they don't have they didn't have a system well, that's not the same system exactly so like it's quite unmeasurable in our standards yeah it, it's like trying to put a square into a circle hole it doesn't just it's just not going to happen and it doesn't make sense unless you just like sand down the edges just shut, shut up, up. Fit it in. Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what the missionaries are trying to do like just sand some edges yeah just sand some edges and trying sand, to get them to well fit they're, they're sanding edges but they're sanding them so far they become crosses you know <laughs> <laughs> the missionaries do what's <laughs> your jeez um, yeah, and well, speaking of your other question before, fuck, I actually am getting really hot now. The moment we started talking, the moment that you started addressing yeah. me, because you're getting excited. Yeah, it's because I'm getting excited. Res- um, respiratory system is working faster. Yeah, um, could be the podcast hat. <laughs> this is the Although podcast hat. Although I think hat. the podcast hat should stay before, and then the t-shirt should go first, plus the rest of your clothes potentially. We're gonna be naked by the end of this for sure. Yeah. Well, you you guys close the door. There's no fans going on here, right. so it's getting quite hot. Anything to cool us down are these sweet. Uh, like like Laganitas IPA. Thank you. Says on the bottle how to say it phonetically. But see, really? if it had been bigger, like how I said to brand it, then you would be able to read it quicker. Laganitas. Okay. Yeah, under, yeah. 
<laughs> That's so small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, she said. Shout out Lagunitas. For, the, for, the, for those at home, the worst there's, there's branded best tasting beer. Is that what we're going to give them the new Snowgun off? Yeah. Save the moment Snowgun? as a raging hop Edward character Snowgun. engages the Imperial. Oh, don't mind that word. Yeah, gee, well, Christ. We've got a real colonial theme here this week, hey? What's <laughs> Me just trying to vouch for colonisation. But this could be worse. As the British guy. <laughs> this look... uh, yeah. Your forefathers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, can we, can we just acknowledge that the British guy this whole time has been trying to like make make yeah, sense yeah, of that? Yeah. Like, like, but <laughs> India was better. No, no. <laughs> you know, do you know what's real funny? And I like I don't really care about it at all. Like it's just so hilarious how all these people who throughout history for the past couple hundred years have been like praised as um as discoverers and like like people going to the new world and being real brave. Like Christopher Columbus, six hundred years later, is getting cancelled. Like fuck that guy anyway. But like it's just like. <laughs> It's this, funny. This guy's never going to know, but like he discovered oh, yeah. he discovered the new world and now everyone's going, what the fuck? He just went over there and just like, you know, the natives were like, hey, what's going on? And he just goes, shh, like, I'm discovering. Shut your mouth. This is all, this is all new. Yeah. And they're going, what the fuck? <laughs> like James Cook rocks up to Hawaii and they've been here for like a couple hundred years and he's like, whoa, 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 this, this, is, this is a completely new land. Like, yeah. I think his head chopped off, but whatever. Um, good on Hawaii. Shout, yeah. shout out, to shout out Hawaii, Hawaii doing doing second second best in the world for COVID. Or even better actually than New Zealand for COVID. So that's are they? Yeah. It's almost as if being an isolated island has some kind of advantage for a population. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Who would check your geographic that? privilege there, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Can you be geographically privileged? Definitely. I, I actually have heard that being tossed around. Like, even, oh, even, no, not like a not like a not like a, a statement as saying, hey, that's not unfair. You can't like. But it not exists. in the way that you, we talk about, you know, checking like white privilege or something. But people have been acknowledging they're like, look, New Zealand's at the bottom of the world in the fucking ocean. Like, of course, it's going to be easier to isolate and quarantine. And just wait till those Antarctica supremacists come upon us. Eh? Oh god, real bro, their icebergs are slowly breaking off. The penguins are about to fucking take sail, man. Has COVID made it to Antarctica yet? We'll find out next week. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Um, you need to go there and find out for us. All right, I'll see you soon. So back to you. I want to. I want to know more about this um, uh, death to America sort of thing. Because <laughs> we. I don't think we don't. We we just got. We, we went on this colonizer tangent. Um, and I think we answered. I think we've answered those questions now. Now I'm going to ask you a question. Okay, so sweet. why do you think we need to kill kill all Americans? Oh, uh, just because it like, America's impact on the rest. Before of you answer this, know that I have American family, so you, you want to kill my cousins? Yeah, fucking whatever. Just cousins, bro. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up, man. Um. It's just like the negative impact. Maybe this was just like post first lockdown. You good? And Antarctica's had no cases. Okay, sweet. Thanks for that. Shout out to Scott's base, uh, whatever, whatever it's called, where they. That's like you have a good memory. Yeah. McMurdo Station as well. That's I didn't know that one. That's a cool name, McMurdo. It's, it's the book Ice Station by Matthew Riley. That sounds like the McDonald's version of a murderer. McMurdo. <laughs> <laughs> called it the McMurder this is this is like this is what they'll call like the the McDonald's serial killer podcast whenever some serial killer has something to do with McDonald's and people like want to listen to that shit. True crime, like McMurder. I'm the poor man's. No, 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 no. You're not escaping this question. Yeah. So anyway, you're saying post first lockdown, like wait, everyone just spent way too much time on the internet and the the impact of what's happening in America, like obviously all the important shit that was going on there like came across the rest of the world but 
just that's what I feel like America does with all of its stuff. Like there's always that saying, especially being from the UK, that's like when America is sick and England catches the cold. So when America sneezes, England catches a cold. Which it sort of has happened a little bit, hasn't yeah, it? Boris Johnson. It's like, like, oh, mate, it's been going on since the whatever they first... And then Reagan... And they would say shit about, oh, it's a special relationship. Since whenever that has been the rhetoric of, like, suddenly, oh, oh, oh England needs as America. An, as, an, as an America is... As in the UK, as America is, like, little Bitch. side piece. Yeah. Sla- slam piece. An <laughs> interesting thing, <laughs> if you look at it from that colonised perspective of, like, well... It was it's English a bit of... people re- that went there and fucked up that country and then... Colonized. It's reverse. Right? It's reverse. Is there such? Is there <laughs> such thing as reverse colonization? Because we're about to find out. Apparently. But like, like same thing with like Reagan and Margaret Thatcher, right? They were like pretty close to each other, and they were like mirroring one another's policies and all that sort of yeah, stuff. They around that, like Tony Blair and George Bush were like, "Hey, war in Iraq, let's do that together." Yeah, yeah. Private like changing Boris all the Johnson and Trump's a good example. They kind of look similar as well, you know. Yes, please, sir. Um, I'm only halfway um, through mine, actually. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to try and think of something too clever about it. I just feel like <laughs> ne- America makes massive negative impacts in the world and everyone knows it and it's fucked. And like, I'm just... Not too seriously. It's kind of like slightly humorous, but also a little bit like, well, fuck it. Like, I don't care about the positives you get out there anymore. Just fucking delete them and start again. Just, yep. Also, they need to just they need to hit a reset, but just, it's too much to just... You can't just like stop mm. and be like, let's figure it all out again. Although, didn't we just learn that you can do that during like the first lockdown, especially here was like... Oh, we could never have a universal income. Oh, but wage subsidies. Here you go. Done. Society needs gradual change. Oh, but when we really need it, we can just do what we want. Yeah. But, I mean, like, there's probably going to be... That's maybe the better point to get out of this. Like, there's so much shit that needs to be sorted out there in every society. But we seem to still have this thing ongoing of, like... But we need to take time to do it. Yeah. Which is true. Like, the whole thing, actually defunding the police is maybe a good example. It's like, if you're going to do that, and you're going to remove funding from the police into the areas you want it to go in instead excuse me you can't just be like you don't have a police force anymore because like cool good luck with the murders and all the shit yeah there's, you know? there's a, a very gradual police. process but the, and that makes sense but there's some things in society that's like why why are we well for like violent and immediate crimes like you yeah. sort of need someone to react in a way that's appropriate to it but if someone's having like you know if there's a domestic domestic dispute like having someone who's has a firearm like i just don't know if that's gonna it just sounds like you're adding gasoline to the fire because someone who's ever, if someone's frustrated with someone to the point that a police a police person has been called, like, I think it's just, you feel that person will feel threatened and put in the corner, and like, they're only going to react more violently because they they're For panicking. Sure. Like if your partner called the police on you because they were like, this, well, they they're fucking whatever. Sometimes you might just do it out of like in a spiteful way, you know, mm. just be like, oh fuck you, I don't like this argument, kind of. Yeah, but um, it's not going to make you feel great. It's like, oh, it makes you feel embarrassed, if anything, right? It's like a person of the law has come. She has to be like, hey, you guys are having a bit of a rage here. Well, that's what I mean. And that embarrassment could turn to anger. And then it just, like, gets turns into something yeah. worse. Like, I think, have we spoken on the podcast a bit before about that idea of why dudes react? Maybe with Diva, how dudes don't know how to deal with, like, the rejection. They say, like, oh, you're really hot, you're going. She's like, don't, I don't need you to tell me that. They, you often dudes react with like an aggressive thing of like oh well just trying to make you feel good you fucking whatever you know yeah i think that's part of it as well you know so we don't really know how to do with i think that's maybe just as a certain people right we, we don't know how to deal with being like humiliated and embarrassed yeah well yeah i feel Is like just a human trait or do you think that's society related uh i feel like i feel like asking the psychologists in the room <laughs> yeah 
Can you answer that one for us, please? Well, no. I, well, obviously, I'm just going to say it from my perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't actually. <laughs> I, I, I just, Do you have I, to confirm Harry is not a qualified psychologist? Uh, uh, I put a BA or some sort. Um, anyway, I just, I just think that like. <laughs> An undisclosed BA. Christ, guys. Is Sorry, the guest going to be able to speak un- on this podcast? I'm saying this is the Crumbs podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have an undisclosed I just, BA. I just, yeah, I, did, I just think that'll, um, that needs for, to be for men, intro. for men that they get, and like we get a lot of slack given in our lives, which means we don't have a lot of concessions. So when you're pulled up as, um, as little, you don't deal with feelings that could conflict the way that you perceive the world as much. So if you perceive the world in a way that's like, you know, I can generally say most things that I want and not have to deal with a, um, a blowback of sorts. And when someone does do that, because you're un- less familiar with it, like anything, if you're less familiar with something, you're going to react in a way that is not the best way to deal with it generally. So I think when, like you said, if some, some guy makes a really out there comment about a, about a woman's appearance and then that woman gets frustrated at them or tells them to like, you know, whatever, mm. because they don't know how to deal with any sort of complex feedback in these sort of scenarios, like it does just get turned into a very volatile reaction. Like, and when you don't know how to deal with that, yeah, it just does come out like a, a quite disgusting and aggressive well, it's more statement. Like a more visceral response, right? It's just like, ba- it's a basic response. Your emotional react- yeah. Yeah. It's like your first, it's like, you know, if someone hits you, your first response is like to just like muscle reaction. And it's yeah. sort of like that rather than, Oh, I actually know how to process my emotions before I go pushing them onto someone else. And I don't think, yeah, I think a lot of guys just don't think about how their like real aggressive reaction is going to impact on someone else because they don't genuinely have to deal with it. Like we don't have to genuinely deal with it. Yeah. Which is really shit for other people or for like women who have to deal with it, who have to take that on themselves. And that's probably why women are better at dealing with emotions because they have learned to be more empathetic because we're so we lack as much empathy on a, in a general basis. Yeah, I think so. Isaac, you look like you're about to say something on that one. No, I had the whole no, time I... you were talking. I had like I can't burp. So oh. <laughs> gas, like just trying to get out. I can't. I think that's. Burp. I think that's a, f- a fact. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a scientist. As um. <laughs> well, I'm certainly not either. <laughs> anyway, but that men didn't like. If you go all the way to hunt to gather a shit, we didn't need to be empathetic. The whole thing was like go and get the shit. And when they needed to be empathetic, they were raising a child and yeah. doing all the other stuff, right, way back then. So it's like that's it's that's really not that long ago for like how 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 fucking insane society now is in twenty twenty to go back to being like we're kind of just surviving because that's the extreme. That's like the that's like before civilizations of humanity and we were getting spot. But like it's been what like. Mate, even like you go back what five hundred years, like Tudor times, like that shit is uncivilized as fuck and wild. But yeah, it's... the wild west, the literal wild west, is what like eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe more recent. Like, I'm not trying to say there's like it's unfair to have such high expectations of anyone and especially men at all. But it's kind of like it's unsurprising to me that this is the kind of shit we have to deal with still. It's yeah. like I make that argument about when people like. The, the Conor McGregor thing that like he punched that like an eight year old guy in a bar have you seen that video? what? I don't know he's in some pub or bar in Ireland he's it's really drunk and, and he, he the, I don't know what he's trying to he's trying to talk to this old dude at the bar he tried to buy them all drinks and then the, what the guy's like no I don't want you to so for some reason he just like kind of punch slaps the old guy in the face 
Which the funnier part to that is that he, like the old guy doesn't even flinch. He's just like, oh, I'm punching. But this me. is what I this is what I was talking about before. But the... I find it funny that it's like people have an expectation of Conor McGregor to do anything but that. It's like he literally gets paid millions, like millions and hundreds of millions of dollars to punch people in the face for a job. That's his job is to knock you out. He's been he's been society, right? societally and, and also monetarily incentivized to react in a way that means and to punch be a someone. dick because like he started that whole thing of being like trash talking people when adding more of a hype to the fight by making it like a grudge match. And that's how he often won. He would get in the head of other people and then they would get emotional and he would then knock them out. And I imagine people have pushed him to keep being like that because it's good for and now the what? Conor now, McGregor now brand. And how much money does he have? And he has a team around him who are just there to be like, you're the man, Conor. So when he punches an Iron Man in the face, everyone's outraged. Like, oh my gosh, the, he punched someone. It's like, you literally paid him like a hundred million dollars to do that like six months ago. What the fuck do you expect? You I, know? I think you're right. There's a bit of a shared responsibility on the people around him. But like, again, what I was saying back to that whole like men not knowing as well as women how to like process complex emotions such as rejection, how to deal with that in yourself and then also shape your reaction in a, in a way that would indicate that you know how to um, process that emotion without it being like a visceral reaction. Mm. But he's got that. And then the team of people, yeah. like you said, that are just going, are literally you, patting him on the yeah. back for punching people. And more the point is that if you look at that as an example, it's like, it's more I'm like, why are people surprised that, I'm not saying that the way you were talking before is like acting in a surprised way, but like, it's kind of makes sense that we're all so useless at reacting properly or mm. reacting in a better way. Like, duh. Like, we've only been fucking trying to do that for the last like, well, that's what I mean. We didn't even have fucking, like, you know, rights for black people in America until, like, what, the 60s? And what? we're still going, oh, but we should be great at reacting with everything as humans. Like, we're fucking so shit as a society, you know? Mm. We think, oh, we've got all these thousands of years of history and stuff. It's like, yeah, but, mate, we haven't even got that down until, like, 50 years ago. Like, there's still people that are racist. How can you expect people to suddenly, like, be better at something? Do you know what I mean? There hasn't I'm not been trying much- to vouch for them. I'm just saying, like... If you think about it, there's still people that are literally like, you have a different skin color to me. I'm going to just hate you for, some, for no reason. And I yeah. can't get rid of that hate. To then have an expectation that humans are going to be really good at doing stuff. <laughs> it's like, are you fucking insane? But also, you know? like, at the same time, there has been a lot of development. Like, in the past hundred years, like, you know, technological developments that have happened have, like, outshone the past, like, 10,000 mm. years as humans. So it's like, if we can develop that at a... At a extreme rate it shows that we're capable of extreme change in an extremely sure. short amount of time and like you were saying before um you know we overnight went from saying no ubis ever to yeah. just wage subsidy we are capable of that change i don't think i wouldn't underestimate that but yeah i think you're right there is some sort of shared responsibility on like you know when someone gets put in the spotlight for years and told to do a particular thing gets paid a lot of money for it mm. and then reacts in a way that is completely in line with those values and for us to go what that person's completely fucked up it's like well actually like there's, there's more than that but yeah he is he shouldn't be punching 80 year olds in the <laughs> face like <laughs> we're not saying that you should do yeah. that like, like no punch the guy when you're in the ring and the whole mm. thing kind of oh sorry bro <laughs> what if we're not gonna just nuke America then okay it's my cousin's everyone's responsibility to change society but like how how do we maybe maybe we we shrink it down a little bit because we can't just say how do we fix the whole world that's basically what's gonna you. last um, what the hell was your question? Well, it was going to basically world. be worded in a different way, but it was going to essentially imply terms that were that wide. I was just thinking when you were saying stuff about dudes not reacting and that, like how us three dudes here are, are better than some dudes when it comes to some scenarios, let's say, without 
like Isaac that. Chesterton. Oh, not Isaac, okay. <laughs> me and that. The fact that we can have the conversation we're just having, right, and being aware of, like, sometimes we have visceral reactions that aren't great, and it can sometimes be purely just towards a woman mm. because if they didn't react the way we want, shows that we're obviously capable and aware than more some dudes are. Yeah. So maybe we're in a position that we can be like, hey, how do we then, excuse me, educate other guys to do that? Because women seem to be better at like, hey, let's all hang out and talk about all our shit and change things and get better at doing things. Whereas dudes are just like, oh, well, let's hang out and talk about pussy and then that's it. Well, I think the fact that, or like you said, the fact that we're here talking about this sort of stuff, one, it shows that we have more privilege than others because some people aren't even allowed to have free discourse around these subjects without being criticised or experiencing prejudice. As and, just a group of dudes or just... As well, a, I'm talking about as like any person, class not, any person that's not a white man. Like any, any, yeah, any person that's not a white man discusses any sort of discourse that means that like that would go against the way that they're treated that is probably less than a white man. Like it does face blow that we, we're allowed to freely discuss it because because we don't face consequences from most of the things we talk about because we're, we're so disinvolved from the consequences of like like institutional sort of suppression that we're able to you know freely discuss these things and yeah and not face blowback for our actions but the other thing that i was thinking is like like we do have a responsibility to say to other men or say to people this is actually how we should act because you know we're assuming here that we're more uh open-minded or a bit more like emotionally in touch than other men are but at the same time we shouldn't be the ones explaining that all the time <laughs> maybe maybe we, like we give a voice to like women or other like minorities and stuff like that because well i mean women aren't really minorities that's not a, that's not correct but all i'm saying is like it's not for us men here who are more emotionally capable or are perceived as more progressive to be take to be leading the charge when it comes to societal change maybe we should be giving those voices to people okay, yeah. who are actually impacted by these issues like so if we're here talking about the way that men react to women's um maybe you know negative response to our cat calling essentially yeah um, we shouldn't be talking about it just we like it shouldn't just be men in the room talking about how we solve it and voicing it and talking about it it needs to actually be the people who are being impacted by it because we as men won't be able to understand what that's like to be in that position like we can we can think about it we can talk about it and we can hear other people's opinions but we can't actually experience it so I think like I find that an interesting point because that's seems like a good idea but I have sometimes come across things where people get like stop or seeing stuff on mm. the internet as usual that's like stop if you're a white person stop asking black people how to not be racist do you yes. know stuff around that rhetoric of like just stop asking how to be a better man to a woman like do it or well, you're amongst right. men do it so that's why I'm more interested in the idea of like how do we as guys become better guys because we can't always be going like hey babe how do I do better sometimes that's you know, and it's well, you're right. There's emotional labor to that. Like we can't yeah, put the all the onus I mean? on the people who are oppressed to educate us. We need to educate no. ourselves. But there's yeah, there's, there's a balance. Like both those things are true. Mm. But we shouldn't be going to the people who are on the on the end of the oppression and telling them how to feel about it. Like yeah, we can go to other men and be like, this is how we should be talking about it. But when it comes to like educating and actually progressing the conversation forward, it should come from the people who are being most impacted by it. I think. But you're right, there is, a, there is a fatigue involved. Like, people going, oh, I don't know what is racist, so you're going to have to tell me. It's like, well, actually, they don't know you shit. Mm. Like, that... <laughs> well, no one knows you shit. In the whole, I think. Oh, well, come on, let's... let's 
because that's sort of like a sweeping statement. Like, let's talk about it in a way that there are people who are particularly more impacted by a particular prejudice. So mm. let's acknowledge that exists and then My say... My statement is more around entitlement, but it's like... And who's got the most entitlement? Fucking... Isaac. Um, yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I'm... Yeah. Well, uh, some... It's us. Uh... It's, it's like, it's white men, right? <laughs> yeah, probably in the grand scheme of things, but the... I, entitlement, I guess, is a personal belief in, in your own entitlement, right? But personal beliefs are shaped by also societal values, right? It's, yes. it's, it's twofold. It's not like a... You're going to have them reinforced, aren't you? Yes, and you can't say, like... yeah, it's. Yeah. I'm more using the example for when I say no one owes you shit, is how people are quite like, oh, but it's not fair, this thing didn't work out for me. And it's like, honestly, no one is special, no one is different, no one's interesting, no one cares, and if you do nothing in your life, you don't achieve a thing, it doesn't mean shit unfortunately are you a bit of a nihilist miles no nah, it's just the honest truth like i'm still gonna like raise my son to be like you're the fucking man you're awesome like you can achieve awesome shit like look what mm. i fucking did and i'm mm. fucking didn't even go to uni and shit you know like whatever but mm. it's also like keeping you maybe humble in some way that it's just like but don't don't oh, even think you're more important yeah, than you are. Yeah, basically. And like, even if you are someone who's important, like that's just a fucking created idea of what we do in a, and mainly a Western culture of like, you have importance because of what you do. Well, like it goes back to something that you just quickly said then about, I didn't even go to uni. But it's like, well, that doesn't mean you're less important. But when you're saying that everyone's True. equally important, then it like, like you said, it's just some, it's some perceived idea, like some idea yeah. around what importance is. And apparently uni is one of those things, but... I think everyone's going to uni these days. So, yeah. well, uh, look, if anyone shows me that they got a BCom, like I don't give a shit. <laughs> like I'm just like, cool. I'm more, I'm actually more impressed by a BA because it's like it shows that you actually have a real interest in something and you decided to pursue it rather than I going because you did like three years of that shit. Well, I did a B. By the way, I did a BCom as well. Um, I did a BCom and I did a BA. And shout out to BComs or no shout? Fuck BComs. Honestly, I didn't <laughs> know. Fucking no shout out. Fuck BComs. Fuck especially B-coms. if you did ec- just economics. I really don't have any time for you. <laughs> Have, just, just go, just yes. go, just go sit in the corner office at Deloitte or PwC. I don't care. Um, <laughs> yes. Honestly, sorry, that's just my worst nightmare. I just fucking hate that. Throw the shade, Harry. Thank you. Sorry, this, this I whole. Think, I think you've brought me back from the depths that I built the hole for myself of saying nuke America. Like, yeah, yeah. You've given your, you've thrown oh, some shade God. yourself yes. there. New American economist. Um, oh God, please, particularly. Um, <laughs> no, but like that's just my worst nightmare. Just like imagine just being that person, like. Cause, and even the people I talk to who have done BCOMs, their response into doing it, unlike law, unlike med, and unlike um, BAs in general, it's, I didn't know what to do. So I just did this thing because apparently it holds value. Mm. And it's so sad that people are, are getting tens of thousands of dollars into debt and doing something they don't care about. And just that, for some degree that, like, fucking, and more and more people are doing it and more and more people are getting it and it becomes less valuable yeah. by the day. But because more people are doing it because we're told more often that somehow an economics degree is more uh, or accounting or whatever is more yeah. valuable than doing media studies but I'll be honest like I cared a lot more about my BA I did less papers in it overall but I put probably about I'm just going to say 70% of my time into that and then the rest would just be I could honestly you could just walk by and be on people would still be in third year and saying hey what's the word count when's this due like basic questions that you should know after three years of being there it just shows how disengaged and how just uninvolved you can be in that degree and have it and it just and i don't know why there's so much value put on it when i know 
people who are doing BAs in, in like psychology, criminology, like media studies, sociology and whatever are doing hundreds of pages of reading a week and are passionate about it and care about it and are so much more skilled in their respect in terms of what they've actually put effort into. And they're being told and they're being made fun of for, for, for doing that. And it just makes no sense to me. And when I've, and I only worked in like an office for two years when I worked in advertising and I used more of my knowledge that I got from a BA in terms of like applying it to my job than I ever did from a BCom. Never used anything I learned in marketing, which is an absolute load of shit. So, Jeff, like, is there a care more than just that you experience that for yourself, that you care, like, that maybe there's, like, people who have skills and it's wasted or, like, a wasted life is something that you're quite passionate about? Just the way you're talking about it seems like you might be, and that could be something, would that be something you'd ever be interested in doing as being, having some role where you're like, what do you want to do? Careers counsellor. Yeah, well, yeah, but... Not that, because there's people who do that, and for some reason that doesn't well, help. I, th- I think, well, you know, say what you guys, people, are you thinking of doing a BCom and just economics because you don't know what to do? Yeah, <laughs> fucking get out my office. Yeah, get out of here. Well, well hang on. something with your life. I just want to say as well, though, I've made a very sweeping statement. I'm not saying that there aren't people who do business who actually aren't passionate about it, because that does exist. But I'm saying the more yeah, people... Of but I'm saying, saying that they suck, because... Yeah, 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 thank you, Isaac, for balancing <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. No, no, yeah. what I'm, what I'm saying is... They're passionate, they're dickheads. The yeah. What I'm saying is there's more people doing it who don't care than more people who do care and don't. Whereas, it's, I feel like it's the inverse with things like law, med, and uh, maybe... Oh, I don't know. There have been people I've known in law and med who have just done it because their parents have done it, and that's Heaps. what they... Heaps. Yeah, yeah, um, so there's that. That's a whole other thing. But yeah, like, I just... I yeah, I just get frustrated when people say, "Oh, I had to do this because this is what will, this is most valuable because it's most applicable for getting a job." It goes into this whole thing around like self worth and value and having a job being the most important thing. Mm. And everyone's being told that like this is the best way to get it, and like having a BA or like being educated. Achieve things that is like success in the most mundane way that success is measured in Western society. Yeah, which is like just like job, car, money, family, kids, house. Etc. Yeah, and, and like, and those things do hold value. I'm not gonna like try and say they don't, but I think a lot of people don't actually value them that much, and they're then told that they they have to, and that they can hold they value just, to someone, but it doesn't mean it has to hold value to everyone. Yeah, know? and then they just live this life that like means that they've chased something that everyone else has told them that's important, and the whole time they in the back of their head thought maybe I was like really keen on music, like maybe I was really keen on. Like, you know, I'm just using arts because it's like the easiest thing to pull out. But like, you know, maybe someone did want to be like do law or something like that or be a doctor or even just like pursue, um, I don't know, having like their own blog or something like that. But like, because it's not immediately obtainable and like it doesn't directly correlate to these things that we're told are always valuable. Like, you know, I don't know, I feel like people who work in business are always sort of linked to steady jobs and being able to achieve those sort of things quicker because it's not obvious or like made easily accessible people just don't do it and like you know i'm i've gone back to school this year i've done something in the creative field it's still in like advertising and design but you know i've got some craft now and i've, I've always thought that i want to be able to make my own things and do them um you know and have something that i could own and have a little bit of myself in and i'm far more happy doing that than I've ever been when I was working in like doing media, doing like fucking just like spreadsheets and bullshit. And like, I got that job because someone was like, you've got a degree that's relevant enough 
mm. um, you were here the day and you know it was going to be a coffee turned to an interview and they offered me the job to start the next Monday I didn't know someone just said you can here's a salary start and it was fun for a while but all the time in the back of my head I was like this is not actually what I want to be doing and I thought there was a way for me to get to what I wanted to be doing which was in the creative field by going through this other job you know and I got to the point where I was like was at Ogilvy for a while went to another job at FCB was an account manager for some just retail clients just it was a good job. Like, I had a good pay. Like I've I've got no fucking money compared to last year, but um. But isn't that but, a funny statement that you're like, it's a good job, man. But I just I, like, and, and the more I did mean? it, and like pay went up and title went up, and I was just like, I don't. It just started ma- like mattering less to me, and I just hate to think that there are people, and I talked to people who were working in media, who were you know come, approaching thirty and about to be like account directors or yeah. business directors, and I imagine this happens in other professions. I'm just using my experience as a compass for it um and they were they were like well i never really wanted to do this but now i'm sort of here and i've got this like I've got this good salary and i've got these other commitments out of my life like i've got a mortgage or i've got a partner and i'm like you're like i'm so many years in the game like fuck it must well keep going and i just i just i just get really i was really fear struck in hearing that because and that's one of the reasons why i did this whole like, i've gone back to studying i've got no fucking money and i'm just like working in a cafe again but i do really enjoy that actually um this is, that, 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 that's that, that's, the, that's the next part of this but but I'll, let me just finish this point yeah and it's just like i would hate to think that people are gonna have to live their lives like that so i would i would always encourage someone to do something that they really love because like yeah like i said as, as like i got my money and i was doing ugh, whatever i just i couldn't shake the feeling that i was doing something that i really didn't care about and i really didn't like um and i'm glad i followed that yes and i think that's like the most important thing is just to genuinely follow what you want to do because it will make you miserable every day you don't. Couldn't agree more, mate. Yeah, we're taking a real big... Um, no, that's sick. What What was the other point? You said something about wanting to touch on it when we said cafe. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, like I, 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 like, I don't think people take hospital seriously enough in New Zealand, for one. And it's it's ironic because we're, like, one of the leading countries in terms of, like, cafes and, like, being in, in, like innovative and... Like, you know, we brought the flat white to the world sort of thing. And yet we shit on our hospital workers and we go, oh, when are you getting a real job? Or when are you starting? Like, it's like, and in other places of the world where, where cafe culture isn't as like, you know, progressed, people can, you can earn, it's a perfectly acceptable profession. People earn more and I just don't get it. And, you know, I enjoy my Saturdays working in the cafe far more than I ever enjoyed working that media job. Like, it's so much more fun. Like, I genuinely enjoy it. It's, I, I get a kick out of it. I love being that that like rush of it. I think it's really it's really great to see people like feeling having like a great experience of where you are, and you've sort of helped with that. And I get more joy out of that than I do than I did that previous job. And I hope to get that amount of joy out of, <laughs> out of when I finally do get a job in the creative industry. I reckon you should just. This is what I say to everyone, pretty much. It's just fucking. <laughs> you got such like a drive and a passion for like, I don't want to see other people going through this shit here because I kind of did a version of it and you've got that kind of character so like I like having like a if you're working in hospital it's always a more humble job than it's going to not be to some extent if that, even if that's because society's view is like you're just a barista bro I actually kind of like to use that as ammunition for myself to be like yeah but like you don't know then you're going to like underestimate yeah, but Miles let's, let's look at you mate you like you own a cafe You've you like you've got a son, 
like you're doing all these things and you haven't gone through that route that was that we were talking about earlier like that getting that business degree and like having an office job or anything like that yeah, but and, i still like worked in shit jobs that i hated for ages only until like two years ago like till i was like 20 like 26 like mm-hmm. and i worked since i was 16 that's 10 years of work in jobs that i was like i don't want to do this but like or people- i don't want to do this forever there's still 10 years of my life that I was like, oh, I don't know. It's in the last two, and it's only really this last year that it's gone like, the trajectory has gone higher and higher, that people mm. now kind of meet me, and they're like, oh, you're just doing all this cool shit. And I'm like, yeah, because I fucking worked my ass off, mate. It's not just fucking easy. Still like a fucking privileged white guy from fucking England, but like still had to fucking work hard as fuck, man. Mm. You know, like, so like, that's and that's just where people meet me is on this part of it whereas you could have met me five years ago when i was here or wherever you know on that kind of curve of my life etc mm. but what i was going to say is you should just fucking if you're like oh i hope i can get that satisfaction out of a creative job when i come at the end of whatever at x time it's like fucking just find the thing for yourself man just make it for yourself because then you if you have your own shit like do this do what i did oh i'm just gonna make my own weird fucking creative space i'm gonna get to fucking employ whoever i want crazy people like Isaac work for me you know Hell and so. the rest of the crew <laughs> two ticks act yeah. <laughs> three ticks if we could oh god if, <laughs> I, don't could, ask, if I could if I could you don't understand the sarcasm don't come to crap um, <laughs> and then you can bring those people out of the shit who you see or you think exist or you know exist who are just like oh man I don't really know why I'm here but I am you can just do that yeah I mean like it's I mean you're a famous TikToker already but oh so. fuck no. <laughs> well, we almost got through this podcast without mentioning it um, no I mean like yeah that. or is that something you're not into like I, I always well, just say to people I'm just like I'm trying to like groom people to just quit their jobs all the time <laughs> I do really and like, like look, fuck I, that set up I think you know? you're right which is basically what you're saying you're just like it's all bullshit do what you want to do. Well, it's not all bullshit. I mean, there are some people who would be doing that job that I was doing or would be doing these other jobs and would be, like I was saying before, people who are passionate about these things. There aren't not people who are passionate about like business. you can do that job and it, it fulfill what they actually want to fill in their life. It's, that sounds like an impossibility to me. I don't think it's an impossibility. I'm just saying it's my experience and I've seen a lot of people like that and I know that there are people who are doing these sort of jobs and, or doing that particular degree because it's just, it's just, it's just, it just ticks the box. It's just easy it just means that you'll be guaranteed a particular like thing that makes you more acceptable and upholds a particular image of you and makes life a bit easier because you're not you're not hitting the boundaries you're not you know going outside the edges sort of thing but i i mean what i was going to say was i think you're right like i do yeah look i do like making people feel better it, it brings me a lot of satisfaction but i don't hence why you're good at hospital i don't like but i also don't want to go around there telling people that they're fucking miserable in their lives and telling them that i think that here's look here's the best way and be some evangelist for living because again my whole thing is my only lived experience and you know if i hadn't done two years in this job i didn't like i wouldn't have this perspective of that but you don't have to go out and be an evangelist. You can just like start your own thing, and then people just kind of look at it and go, "The fuck, that guy's doing that." What does that? What does that even look like, though? You know? <laughs> <laughs> just is. I'm not out on the street being like, "Bro, fucking quit your job and work." At, like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, try to rent out the next place next year and just like, yeah, do it, yeah. man. And I'll, 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 call, I'll call it. House off it I'll call it, it drum. <laughs> now, what I mean is like. <laughs> 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 Shout out for drum. Um, when it comes, just to it, can't it, yeah, when it comes, it's coming. I just mean more like when you do something that you are fully like, this is what I want to do, etc. It isn't then going to be you 
being like some evangelist street preacher being like, you're doing something that makes you sad. Stop doing that, you fucking loser. People are just going to gravitate to like, I want to, could I work for you? Mm. You know, it's going to be that rather than you having to tell people like you should stop doing a shit job. Yeah, I just don't want to be telling people, you know, like, like if someone was to ask me or or has potential to do that. Yeah. Putting your passions in the right place are going to then make the thing that you Are you telling me to open a cafe, Miles? Yes. Um, Don't do that. Because <laughs> you're scared of what will do to you. <laughs> Who had that idea? Fucking hell. Oh, God. I feel like we should end there before we get on to any with them. We don't have to fucking talk to them about TikTok and some bullshit like that. Nah, we won't do that. That's a pretty solid little Ooh. chat about shit. TikTok is cool, though, eh, Harry? Yes, Harry does love TikTok. Thank you for listening. See you at the cafe soon. Have a lovely week. Goodbye.